Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, so today is July 5th, 2015. We've got an hour session with the feline animal family. So I'm just going to call in Grigio first. Grigio, please. He says, I know why you've all gathered. He says, this is about me, isn't it? He says, I can be a bully at times. He says, and he shows me an image of putting up his dukes. And when I let him know, do you understand that they're looking for harmony here so that we are on the same page and what the goal for today is? He says, I get it. You know, he says, I see myself as top-notch cat here in this household. I run the place. He calls um, Sydney an interloper. Um, it's not personal. It has no, the fact that Sydney and he's being the way he is with her has absolutely nothing to do. There's no connection with, you know, you being in this home. Lori, okay. So, you know, he says, I can only take care of so many. He sees it as his job here to take care of, well, not just the people, but the beings. And he tells me that Sydney is actually a very gentle by nature cat. He picks that up from her. He's not jealous of that. He just says it's one more animal on the vicinity. Uh, okay, on the premises, and he also tells me when she came in, he just says one more, and he rolls his eyes. And we ask, what is that rolling of the eyes about? He just says, they didn't ask me. Now, he told me you were warning him before she came in. No, we didn't ask. But there is a fine line between asking a being and, hey, is it okay? And, yeah, letting them know. Um, so he's got a bit of, I can feel his heart being miffed by the fact that you didn't ask me first because he really puts an Indian chief um, hat on himself which is just symbolic for I rule the roost here and he says nothing should get you know go by me without my okay. I'm going to ask him what way do you rule the roost because it would be you know I want to acknowledge his role that he plays in this household a very important one. He says well I keep things calm I keep people calm I also work in healing work and he shows me as if he, he he's going like this with his paws um, and the image he's telling me what that means is I do magic here when asked what do you do by magic I keep everybody calm he does uh, okay healing of bones as well he just does energy work many animals do energy work so healing um, he's telling me too that he has what he defines as his spot it feels to me like the, on the end of somebody's bed a human bed and he tells me that is my well, he calls it his king's palace, okay? It's, it's a place where it feels like he is, not all the time, but frequents now and then. It may just be during a part, certain part of the day. But he tells me I am, am very centered there, and that's when I'm most calm. Um, regarding Sydney, when I ask, what's your concern regarding her being here? Can you take another in underneath your wing and create peace and harmony? He goes back to you, never ask me, and he's pointing to you, Julie. Mm -hmm. um, would it help if Julie was to ask you now? He says yes, and that is what I'm looking for. So Julie, what do you want to say to him? That I'm very sorry I didn't ask him. And I assume that telling him would be enough, but clearly I mistook his role. So I'm sorry, Grigio. Okay. And I would just love to ask his permission and his okay to allow Sydney to stay because she will be part of the household. Okay. 
And he says to me in response to that, and first off he says, thank you, that was a very important thing that you said to me. Um, he says, you need to know, Julie, that I'm always head honcho, head cat. Um, interesting, he even elevates himself over Chico, um, the dog. Um, so just know that's how he, he views the dynamics of where he stands relative to the other beings. Okay. He so. does rub against Chico, like marks Chico okay. when he goes by her. Um, he helps her with her bones as well, feels like arthritis, things of that sort. Mm -hmm. Just he, he just wants you to know he assists her as well. Um, okay. So what more do you have to say to Julie based on what she just said and where she's wanting to go with inviting Sydney as part of the family? He turns his head to the side. Okay, what does that mean, please? In the mental image he gives me, he just says, I really don't want her here. What is it? Is it about Sydney or is it about just another being coming in? He says, everything was perfect, he says, before the other cat came in. Um, you know, he honestly hasn't allowed himself to get to know her. Um, he calls her gentle by nature, so he knows a little bit about her already. Um, he doesn't feel that she's really going to fight back, but what he is a little bit, um, I'm using the word hesitant about regarding her, she, he calls her a curious cat, and she doesn't know the rules of the household. What are the rules of the household? So maybe you could inform her or educate her on those. He says she wants to be every place. She wants to be everywhere. She wants to explore. He calls her a very curious, exploring type of cat where she wants to stick her nose here and there and in places, on top of places. And he says, this is my space, my territory. Um, and you know, when I ask, but you share it with Buddy. He says, Buddy and me, we go way back. We're old friends. But I understand you've been with Buddy for the last year and a half. Um, he, he just says, I give Buddy, um, it's like he handles him with kid gloves. He's very gentle with Buddy, when I ask, so can you be gentle with this other being, have a generosity of heart, and maybe allowing her to be part of the family, that's what they desire. They see it that way, the humans do. He says, we need to talk about this more. Okay, what do you want to say, Grigio? He says, you need to control your cat. He's referring to Sydney when I ask him, what, what are you talking about? He says, don't let her get on my high perches. He tells me he's got some high perches. These are elevated spots where I feel like Reggio would jump up onto from the floor. It does feel like it's inside the house um, where the light is, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's someplace here. Or I spoke, I'm feeling more of a pull here, but someplace where there's a window, where there's light. And he just says he's really not wanting her in his kingly locations, in his kingly spots. Um, and as he comes across with the word kingly, I don't want you to think it's said in a haughty, negative way, because that's not the tone of voice I get from him. It's more like, I have a really important role here, and this is how I see myself, and I'm like a king in that role. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if Lori was to ask Sydney to refrain from being in the spot, do you know what spot he's referring to? I'm concerned it's in Sydney's yeah, bedroom. Oh. I brought in my dresser, okay. and the dresser's tall, By a window. and Sydney, um, I put some towels up there, and it's in between, it's by a big, it's by a window, and then the other window's not too far away, okay. and she likes, I think she feels safe up high, but it's her okay. bedroom. Anytime Sydney goes outside, he wants to be in her room, and he goes and he jumps on top of the dresser, and he rolls around on her towel. Just, okay. and then he falls asleep. Okay, uh, <clears throat> he's reclaiming the space as yeah. mine is what yeah. he says, okay. Um, because he's got, in his room, he's got his cat tower, mm -hmm. and, and Sid does not want to even go in his room, so she's not messing with his cat tower. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I'm kind of surprised because the dresser mm -hmm. only moved in when I moved in. Everything that moves in, he says, becomes mine. He marks it as such. Yeah. Um, he, he, he integrates. He says that it's important when new, even odd items, odd objects, the dresser, for example. Um, he, he likes the way the dresser is designed, so the up location, the higher aspect mm -hmm. of it, of course, but I, I don't get like he prefers that over, say, the couch. Or it's, so it's not the yeah. piece of furniture itself. It's more like it is an object within my domain, is how he puts it. And so he integrates. He shows me pulling strings. These represent energy. That object, uh, the dresser's energy, the couch's energy, the beings in the home, they are energetic. And he shows me all of the beings being very closely tied as if he was holding uh, all the strings with a bow, like connecting them. And Sydney is a string who's off to the side. Again, he says this just represents me not having accepted her. Um, so when I ask, is there something about that room, though? He says, I can't do my work. I'm miffed. I can't do my work. What work are you trying to do? He says, the integration of balance, balancing the energies. So cats are pretty amazing, Grigio. While Sydney's in there, is it possible for you to do your energy work in an alternate place in the house? Because you can access energy from various dimensions, levels, etc. He says, I need to physically be in there to do what I did before she came. And again, that's why he calls her an interloper. She came and she, according to him, she's created a mess and not a physical mess. But he says, I can't clean. It's like a, he wants to clean out that corner energetically. So what I encourage owners in situations like this is just acknowledge, first off, where he is and his perspective. Because all beings' perspectives are right. We don't have to agree with how he's handling it. But it's kind of like acknowledging where he is and then seeing if he'll um, open up so that we can move in the direction you guys are wanting to move into. If we ever go into the point of view or telling an animal, you're wrong, it's not, this isn't cool with us, and we leave it at that and we just kind of say we don't like it and we're demanding this or asking for this, but we don't acknowledge where they are first, we can't always invite them to move. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I would just invite you all to just, you don't have to say it out loud, but just kind of acknowledge to him where he's at now, how he's feeling. Because I really, he needs to hear this. So Grigio, they do understand where you're coming from. And this is the direction of peace and harmony they would like to move in. Are you at least open to discussing moving in that direction? He says he is. Okay. Is there anything we need to know about Sydney? He says no. He, he says I'm the speaker here. Okay, we do want to let Sydney speak today though too. He says that's fine. You can do it now. Okay, are you guys okay switching mm -hmm. to her? So I'll put him in his room? Um, nope. They can all do oh, their usual okay. thing. Um, since I've seen her, I, I know the visual of Sydney. So yeah. Sydney. And he's, he's by her door again doing that. He just wants. Yeah. Yeah. It's guarding behavior is what he says it is. Um, Sydney, please. She says, I'm not trying to cause any fiasco, any problem here. She says, I really just want to, well, she is very curious by nature and wanting to explore, uh, especially out there, yes, the, the backyard. Um, but she wants to explore the house in a way where she can let down her guard. Comes across as a very sweet, good-natured cat. Um, she tells me she actually has very good cat etiquette. And when I ask, what does that mean? She tells me, I know how to get along with others. Um, when I ask specifically other cats of your own species, she says, of course, okay, they're humans. She says, I'm a natural with humans, but I like my mom best. She does have a favorites, you know, some animals do. Um, okay, and as far as Buddy, she says, Buddy accepts me. She says, he's, she calls Buddy a ham, 
and a sweetie. Why do you call them a ham? She says, because everybody goes to him. You know, a ham, a ham, usually people use the phrase of they're a ham, they love their picture taken. For him, it's not he loves his picture taken, but he loves attention. So he's a ham and gathering attention <laughs> from people. And he also has the job of door greeter, by the way, um, self-appointed. <laughs> um, but he's a, she's very aware of him, and you're right, there's totally no issues there. Um, she says, I could get to know the dog a bit better, but it feels like there's neutrality there, and that will be fine. Um, she says, Chico's curious about me uh, as well. So when it comes to your relationship with Grigio, she says, he won't let me in. He's like a big old brick door, and he slams that brick door in front of my face. She says, I'm not trying to take over his space. He does know that much. I've told him, just let me be, let me wander, and I'll stay out of your way. She says, but he wants to follow me, stalk me. Um, he wants to be the hunter. What is it? She says his goal, she feels, is to get her to hide underneath something, to stay there. He wants to sequester her, like underneath a bed or someplace some, where he can keep her in one place. Grigio, is that accurate? That's, that's her perspective, is that accurate? He says, really, I'd prefer off the property. So guys, she's not going anywhere, right? Do we want to make that clear to him? She's here to stay, right? Yeah. So Grigio, your people are all saying she's here to stay. So I really want to be honest with where they stand too. He says, yeah, I know, they keep telling me that. Mm -hmm. He's bummed out by that. Okay, so we want to see if integration is possible here. Um, they're not asking you to be best friends with her, but if you could at least be tolerant, let her go her own way, you go yours. How do you feel about that? He um, he's very adamant that he's really not interested in going in that route right now. Um, so I'm going to acknowledge him where he is, okay? And I'm going to ask, would you be willing to explore ideas just the same? Because your people love you very much and they want you to have a relaxed relationship, or at least, you know, life here in the home, and they can tell that you're putting a lot of intensity, a lot of energy towards Sydney. And, I mean, what is that like for you to spend a lot of your thoughts and time and energy and effort on wondering what Sydney's doing and where she is? He says it does take up a bit of time. Okay, does that feel good for you? Um, he says it's okay for now. Okay, so he's being honest right now that if you did let her out, he would continue to stalk her and hunt her. Um, what's that really Underneath what you've said, everything, what's that about? He says, I'm frustrated. I feel like I can't do my energy work. So is there an alternate method that maybe this is an uh, opportunity for you to learn an alternate method of doing your energy work? Because sometimes beings have problems that come to the, in front of their, their life, Regio, as a way of growing, self-growth, and expanding mm -hmm. in a new direction. How do you feel about that? He says, well, what does mom say on that? Okay, so what do you want to know from your mom? How much energy work, he says, do you want me to do? I've been doing a whole slew of it, he says, and you've not, he doesn't feel like you've really been aware of it too much. He knows you appreciate him. He certainly gets that much in his relationship with you. He shows me an image of being like your lap boy, he's sitting in your lap. He is um, very valued by you. So your and his relationship is very solid. Mm. What do you want to offer to him? So he hears you. He can continue to do all that work as much as he wants to okay. and just accept his new stepsister as well. Okay. So do you hear what she says? You can keep doing everything you've been doing. She doesn't see it as like a, a loss or a lesser than of what you've been doing, but 
you know, do it and perhaps consider accepting Sydney. Okay, so now this is good. He, he goes like this with his chin. In other words, he's pondering. He's thinking about this. He says, you don't want me to be her friend. I don't have to be her friend. He corrects himself. I don't have to be her friend. He's looking for permission mm -hmm. from you. He, he doesn't have to befriend her. No, but he just can't hurt her. Okay, yeah. okay. He can't chase her and make her feel fearful and physically hurt her. Okay. But he can stay out of her way. Gotcha. So let me present that. He hears you say that. I want to be extra clear. So, yeah, you don't have to be best friends, you, but they do ask that you let her go her own way, at least. Like, you can't be friends, can't be acquaintances, can't be at least, be at least neutral roommates, but no chasing of her. Don't corner her, don't stalk her, don't create fear in her, don't hurt her physically. That means your teeth and your nails need to stay within your zone, within your body. He says, I'm an amazing reacher, okay, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to be conscious of that and be respectful. Was there ever a time, Riju, in this or another lifetime, where you were ever bullied by another being in the way that you were bullying Sydney? He says, I remember one time. Okay, so um, before I go into this information, uh, I totally respect if you guys are into other lifetimes, but I'm going to honor him if you're mm -hmm. okay with that yeah, and just relay. Totally you don't have to believe it. Is no, no, we are. Oh, you're open-minded to it? Yes. yes. He's telling me there was a time when he was a lion cub. Uh, this is two lifetimes back. He's also, he's always been a cat of power, okay, in many of his lifetimes. But anyway, he was a lion cub. And there was an older sibling, feels like from a, a couple litters older, uh, same dad, different mom, and that one would pester him. <clears throat> Not because he was tiny, but because he had weak hind limbs in that lifetime. Okay, so what about that? He says, I got so infuriated at times and frustrated that I was being pounded and pounced upon by that other. Okay, so did you ever feel fear during that time? He says, yes. How did that make you feel? It was unfair, he says. I will never allow that to happen again. Okay, do you get any similarities perhaps between Sydney being in that position and when you were in that position? He says, oh, you're trying to bring the perspective around. I am. Can you see from that perspective? He says, if I see out of Sydney's eyes, what I pick up from her is she doesn't feel welcomed here. Okay, and she's nodding in the background. She agrees with what he says. Is there anything you want to say to Sydney? He says, well, he says she's not a cat who will stand up for herself. And so he is poofing out his chest like, oh, since she's not that kind of cat, I'm going to take advantage of that. Is there something that would help remind you that, you know, she doesn't need to be that way. She is who she is. You are who you are. And yet we're still looking for integration and peace. Okay. You know, what he says to you, back to you, Julie, is you need to remind me. He knows this at heart, and yet he still feels it's important to remind him often. And you can say this out loud to him now. And in the days ahead, I value you so much. You're always going to be my... He does use the word king kitties, king kitty, you know, important cat is what he's looking for. Is there anything more she needs to say to you? He just wants you to remind, um, it's kind of like you reminding yourself as you say it out loud to him, that he is as valued as he is. Oh, ask him to be a soft and gentle king. Soft and gentle cat, soft and gentle kings, Grigio, are soft and kind to those that they take care of. He says, I don't want to take care of her. What if you were to play with that idea for a minute, Grigio, and you were to take care of Sydney? What would that be like? Would that expand your world, expand your people's world? 
He's contemplating that. He's never thought of it that way. Expand my world, he says, now probably not. Expand my people's world, he says, perhaps. Uh, okay. Okay, he goes back to, I feel like she was thrust in upon me. What do you need here? What support do you need, Grisha? He says, well, I get plenty of love. I get plenty of attention. Um, he says, if she were more like Buddy, uh, old, he would give her respect. Because she's young and, as he calls it, full of life, full of energy, he has a bit of intolerance or impatience towards that. Why is that, Grigio? He says, she, she can't. Oh, she can. She can do what I can do. Okay, in other words, as far as she has the ability to jump and move and be very mobile um, around the house in the way that he very much does, but he doesn't want her to do that. Uh, why is that? That's a curious answer. Then I have competition. He's seeing her as competition. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, very much. <laughs> so you don't want competition? No. And he doesn't want any other cat to come in the way between his relationship with you, you Julie, mm -hmm. and another cat. So is this, how much of this, Grigio, is about you being concerned about your relationship shifting or changing or lessening with Julie because another cat is present? Ah, uh, 90%. So what is, since your relationship is solid with Julie, what do, you, what do we need to know here? He needs to know he's always going to be your favorite boy. Um, so that's easy enough to tell him yeah. now and in the days out yeah, ahead. Sure. Okay. What do you want to say to him, Julie? Any thoughts? Um, it's, well, <laughs> he, as far as favorite boy, I guess he's my favorite young boy, but he's our favorite old boy. Okay. But, but we don't need to tell him that. <laughs> You don't need I, to tell. I brag about him to friends and family that he's just one of the best cats I've ever had. He's so affectionate and easygoing and laid back. And that we were surprised to see his reaction. With when we brought him home, he was sweet with Buddy. So to see him this way was say we were just very surprised. But we'll clearly do anything we can to help him. Okay. That's go to any lengths, clearly. Um, I'm curious what his back, where he, let's, oh, let's do that later. Okay, yeah, yeah, so. All right, so let me see what he says in response to what you shared, Julie. He just purrs, okay, he shows, mm -hmm. he's got a big purr anyway, mm -hmm. is also what he adds to me <laughs> as a follow-up. Um, but yeah, so he's purring in response, he's very pleased with what you said. Um, he says, I am. I'm the main roost. He says, Buddy. Buddy's in, in retirement zone at this point. Retirement, you know, phase of his life is what he says. Um, okay. And now Grigi also admits he doesn't want any competition as far as the work he himself as cat has been doing with this new being. He calls Sydney very sweet. She has a way of just mm, being sweet and entering, uh, you know, one's human heart through the sweetness of her nature. And he admits he finds that a bit threatening. He's used to being very outgoing, very, um, uh, you know, I present myself and like everybody sees me. <laughs> um, where she has a more shyer, curious, quieter way yeah. about doing that, and he picks that up from her. Mm -hmm. And he can feel that he can feel and sense that her way is also very effective, as effective as his way. And again, that threatens him too. So, um, 
I, you know, it sounds like there's a lot of things that he's got on his mind, and, and I always like to tell people, remember, as the animals are relaying where they stand emotionally on any issue, it also helps invite them to get it off their chest. Mm -hmm. So don't look at it like we're making no progress. Yeah. Um, okay. Any thoughts from any of you that you want to say or offering him a different point of view? I mean, I'm certainly offering point of views here to him, too. I'm hopeful that he and Sydney, you know, they're both about the same age and they both have a little playful side to them. We okay. thought, well, maybe once they got to know each other in a year or two years, they could actually play with each other. Or maybe he sees her not as so much as competition, but mm -hmm. she's just a... Uh, and again, not best friend, but a companion, somebody that he can communicate with and hang out with. And Buddy's in retirement, and long term, he and Buddy, he and Sid maybe could just have a playmates. Not even, yeah, I think playmates is a really big stretch. Um, even though they both have that playful side of them, just mm -hmm. that he can see her perhaps as a person to communicate, a, a cat to communicate with, or have a feline soul here in the house. I don't know. He's, he's probably not interested in that. Well, there's an awful lot of, uh, he puts that wall in front of him, but he's hearing what you're saying here. The biggest word he really perked up at was what you just said there about uh, another feline soul, because that touches him on a deeper level. So let me just, universe suggestion here, where we can go with that. Ask him to broaden his heart. These are things that you can all say, even when you're here pet sitting, please, you know, because acknowledge where he's at and expand. So what if you were, uh, Grigio, to expand your heart to your fellow species, and yes, she is who she is, and she can do a lot of the mobility things as you acknowledge all that too, and yet you could have another being who you can speak with, communicate with, and maybe not right now, maybe a year or two from now, and if it evolves more into that friendship, playmate, companion, or maybe just another being you talk to, awesome, but even just peaceful coexistence, if you want really nothing to do with her, would be really wonderful. He says, I'm willing to contemplate that, peaceful coexistence. Okay, I want to ask him, what would peaceful coexistence look like to you, Grigio? Having her stay out of my room. So apparently he owns a room here, or he thinks We're he owns a room. That maybe it's the room that um, is my... Okay. Did you own Did you own room Sydney's and I own that one too. He owned it. And demoted though to the second room that he owns. So wherever Would he, he prefer because I can switch bedrooms. No, we can't. Yeah, we can. Oh. Would he prefer the back room and I move into where his now where he's now he's got his whole cat tower and he's got the bird feeder. Okay. Does he like the back room better than Sure, let's see. So what about that, what Lori says? Switching rooms. But we'd only want to do that, Grigio, if you'd be willing to, you know, they'd be doing their half, you'd be doing your part as well. What do you think of that? Do you want that switch? Um, he says no. No, this isn't really about the room, other than, you know, he feels like he can't do energy work when the cat's in there. Um, but aside from that, no, he wants to own the whole space. So what if we've told you you actually do own the whole space and that her presence hasn't changed that and you've just bought into the belief that it has changed? He says, oh. He looks to you, Julie. He says, do I still own the space? He owns everything. <laughs> she acknowledged that to you. He says, oh. 
He shows me an image of smoothing his hair. Like, you know, he was frazzled <laughs> yes. before. It's smoothing his hair now. Like, oh, well, so maybe it's not as bad as I thought. peasant in the kingdom. <laughs> Renting space from him. Okay, okay. What, what about that? Thinking of it like that. She's just borrowing space. Renting space from you. He says, oh, I could handle that thought. Sometimes it is about bringing in new ideas so that they yeah, have to respect She's his it. subject. Yeah. And Cindy, how do you feel about that? She says, I just want peace. She doesn't care. <laughs> you know, she just wants peace. Um, okay, so what if she's like, yeah, like your subject, and yet you still were looking for still respect between the two of you? She's definitely willing to get it. This is not an issue on her end. Um, okay, so what about that? He says, I, can, I have a kingdom here. I do. Even the dog, he points back to Chico. She's part of my kingdom. Um, he, okay, a side comment from him. Um, Watch her teeth. Watch uh, a molar in the back. He's, he's indicating um, he sends bad breath, bad breath from her, but he thinks there might be a little bit of um, bacteria back there. That's a totally side note. Um, okay, back to where we work. Okay. He says, what I get you all want from me is peace. You don't want me to hold captive. Oh, his guardian outside the door, he's been holding her captive. Okay. Correct. They don't want you holding her captive. What else do you think the people want that you're willing to give? He says, I'm going to have to think on this for a while. As long as I still remain number one in my person's eyes, Julie's mm -hmm. eyes, and as long as others respect that I still can do energy work here and own the space to do the work that I need to do. Uh, and he is really not keen whatsoever on her going out in the backyard. Why is that? What's that resistance about? He says, she hasn't even acclimated here, in part because he admits, because I won't let her. Um, and he feels like that is prime real estate out there. And that, according to him, um, before a subject can get on the grounds of the premises, he calls this entire living space the castle, uh, he just says it's important that she acclimate here. Would you be willing to help her with that, Grisha? Help her to acclimate? scratches his head. He says, well, I don't know. He's leery about my question. So in what way, he asks. And if you guys were to, because it's going to be more meaningful to him if you put out the request, how would you like to maybe, in a way that maybe he could actually do and not be asking too much of him, help him, help her acclimate? What does Sydney need to be able to acclimate? I need to feel welcomed. He's throwing out spears of energy that says I'm not welcome. Everywhere I walk outside this room, my room, she says, I feel unwelcomed. And I feel the energy of him saying, get back, get back where you belong or go back. So at least now he, he's cornering her into the room, even energetically, she doesn't even feel safe coming out. But when she, she does know you guys are advocating the scene as humans and you're putting him away so she can come out. So I see she will come out. And yet it's not exactly a welcome mat, of energy sure. out here. So Grisio's wanting to know who would be better to hear from us, how he can help. Yeah, you I'm inviting you guys to offer him an idea of, you know, if we were to invite him to be, you know, play the role of being kind king, Yeah. what is something you might request of him as a way of helping her? Uh, I can think of one thing offhand, and this might generate ideas to you. Um, Grisio, you could offer her thoughts of kindness and peace, and even telling her what you define as the rules of the house, telepathically. You can talk with her even though you're on one side of the door and she's on the other. You can educate her in what the rules are. He says, I can do that. I can do that. And, and, and the rules, what would your rules be? He says, I, I, get, I get your point, Danielle. It's to be kind. 
offering kind rules. So it, in other words, he's not throwing dagger words to her. He's throwing yeah. kind words. Okay. Um, other ideas? Not throwing spears, and Sydney's very happy to be in his kingdom under his rule. Okay. In exchange for peaceful access to the kingdom. Okay. Okay. I know it's an analogy. Is, is the one he's because outside where she used to live, mm -hmm. she's always had free access inside outside. Okay. And so she loves the stimulation of the outside. Okay. So to help her acclimate, yeah, that what, everything you just said and realize, make it clear to Grigio, she's more than willing to be. Okay. Uh, and she un is. under his rule. In a, as long as she can move about peacefully. Okay, okay, great. So Grigio, did you hear all that? He says yes, and I want to hear it again. <laughs> Remy, okay, I'm just going to sum it up then. So everything Laurie said, so basically if Sydney is actually Grigio in a state of willingness to be a peaceful subject, she has no qualms with you, she doesn't want to define you, defy you, she doesn't want to create turmoil here, she just has a huge natural curiosity, the inside as well as the outside, because she used to have that freedom. Can you appreciate her desire there? Because I know you appreciate the outdoors too. He says, yes, I can, I can understand where she's coming from there, and I can appreciate that. Okay, great. And if she bees the peaceful subject to you, could you in exchange allow her the freedom to move unharmed, unthreatened, and without you offering spears and dagger energy and all that, and welcome that stuff. Okay, he scratches his says, he says, I think I can do that. I don't want her out here at night. Um, that's fine. She's not out here at night. Okay. I keep her, she's can't go outside at night, and I keep her in the back room at night. Okay, okay. And so good. Has, so she won't be out here at night. That's important to him. Um, you know, he says, Buddy can do whatever Buddy wants. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just ask, Buddy, do you have any wisdom here? Um, he says, he's be he, he says, Grigio's just being a bully. Tell him to stop being a bully. Ask him to open his heart and to have patience. He says, I have immense patience. I am like, Buddy really considers himself like a really, a, a great role model. Um, and Grigio does look up to Buddy in that way. Uh, which is very beautiful, actually. Um, so is there anything, Grigio, you can learn from Buddy's, what he relayed there? He, he shows me an image of, okay, wow, that's severe. Putting on, uh, Grigio puts on himself a Hitler hat. Um, in other words, he's being that intense is, you know, what it actually symbolically means. Um, so what hat, <coughs> okay, he tells me this cat wears the baker's hat. He says, bakers to me are jolly, happy, overweight fat people who just smile and chuckle and laugh and take life, life and stride. They, they eat this, they walk away, they go back. They, 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 in other words, it's about as easygoing um, a role as one could be. Do you have any interest in maybe, yeah, wearing, he was not willing to give up the Hitler hat, wearing that, but also sometimes, or at least superimposing the baker's hat. Do you, do, you have, do you have an appreciation for the way Buddy is in life? He says, oh, absolutely. I wore the baker's hat more often myself before she came in. So what if you were to don that again? How would that make you feel more relaxed? Does that interest you in being more relaxed in your own home? He says yes. Do you know what it takes to be more relaxed? He says a change in thought. Yeah, because when you change your thoughts on something, your behavior and your actions and even your triggers to other things around you changes as well. It's all about changing the thought first. Grigio. 
says, yeah, my mom says fancy stuff like that sometimes. Okay. He's quiet at the moment, um, but he's actually speaking yet. Okay, so go ahead and repeat that, please. Okay, both moms need to ask both cats to see what they can do in creating a magical carpet of harmony together. Not one where they have to, one does more than the other. It's not an unequal balance. But he says, just make them, it's like they sit down together, it's symbolic, of course, and have them, you know, create however they're going to create harmony and peace with each other. He says, this isn't about bees. It's not even really about the, the humans. But he says, you guys as humans have been manipulating the situation to prevent, he refers to um, Sydney as little one, to prevent little one from getting hurt. And I'm all for that. I mean, he thinks that's a very wise move on your part. He says, ask the bully, he refers to Grigio, to become the caretaker of her. Okay, what's that about? Okay, he says, just ask. So Grigio, you have any interest in being the caretaker of Sydney? He says, oh, I know what Buddy's after. He says, I'm Buddy's caretaker. Okay, so you want to caretake for Sydney if she'd be willing to accept that? And she's like, I'll do anything. Yes, please, I'll do anything. So she's again okay with that? He says, I'll have to think about that. He says, a lot of new ideas being offered here. I can't just change in a dime. I like to think about things for a while and kind of chew on it and let it settle. He says, but I get they really want peace and harmony too. So guys, it feels like he's very much in the thinking stage, so we've gone from the very defiant to at least the thinking mm -hmm. stage. What else do you want to ask or at any of these guys? We're curious as to before Buddy, before Grigio came to live with us, we picked him up from the Dumplings League. Okay. What was his, what were his previous owners? How was his, mm -hmm. what was his home like before he came here? Okay. He says he was the center of attention and then another cat moved in into that home situation. And then another one. He tolerated the first one, actually, that moved in. So it feels like there ended up with three cats and then one, okay, one moved away. One cat left the scene and so it was once again him and that other cat. Okay, he's very angry, actually, at those people. He feels they gave him up. Um, and what was, what's your understanding of their, your awareness of why they did that? He said they had a preference for the other cat. Is there a reason why they had a preference? He says, well, I was doing some stalking behavior. Uh, okay, any other reason? They felt that I was a bully, but he says this is unfair. He's got regrets regarding how they ended up choosing to demote him, which he shows me himself leaving the home. He says, I was the most number one affectionate boy there. He says, I'm the kind of cat he does put himself in the dominant category, but he says, I'm also the kind of cat who, he says, I, when I get into a home situation, I dig my heels in. I lay back. I, it's like he embodies the entire premises. He becomes a very active participant, in other words, in the home environment. He used to be active, and then he got demoted, and it feels like he wasn't very happy about that. Um, he, he feels he was given up given away. Do you guys know anything about the history of the paperwork? We were told from the Dim Friends League that the people that gave him up did so because another cat was beating Grigio up. And uh -huh. I was curious when we saw what happened here, I said maybe they took him to the shelter because he was beating up the other cat. So let me ask, yeah, so who was beating up who in that other home? Were you getting beat up on? 
He says yes in the beginning, and then I retaliated, and I learned that I had to be big and strong so that I wouldn't be like that lion kitten that I was a couple lifetimes back. And they didn't, the people didn't like that, and they demoted me, you know, pulled him down, you know, took him down notches by rehoming him. He was very miffed by that. But once he answered this home, he says it was like, ooh, life is good here. He got very excited, yeah. and he says he really, you know, swooped right in and integrated very easily. So, yes, a little bit of both. Um, but I'm getting, I feel some fibbing or lying around the energy of the people who, um, it's like they wanted to tell the shelter um, words that would make the situation look better than it really was. Sure. For the sake of, I get home. they really did care about Riccio. So they want to make sure he got a home and not, I get, yes. here's this cat that's beating up other cats. Yeah. Can you reassure Riccio mm -hmm. that our priority is that he's in this home, we adore him, he is the most awesome cat, and if, you know, there's no chance of him leaving this home unless Sydney's safety is at issue, you know, Sydney, we don't, we don't, we want him here. We just need peace and everybody here. Okay. He hears that. He says, I get that. And again, I still see him sitting back thinking about all this. Let me piggyback on that and offer him this. So Grigio, are you putting forth a lot of energy? I know you are intensity and hanging out outside the door, you know, when she comes out, you know, going in and sniffing and, you know, rolling around in her space and all that. He says, oh, I'm putting a lot of energy there. So you are, and do you get that peace is as easy as letting go of the control and the intensity that you've been shoving out of your body? He says, yes, there's a big energy difference there. When you do energy work, are you more effective, Grigio, in doing it from a state of peace and relaxation, or are you more effective in doing it in the type of energy that you've been putting out these last few weeks. He says, oh, of course, being more relaxed. So is it important to you to perhaps consider altering the way you think about Sydney for the sake of the wonderful energy work that you do, not just for yourself, but for this living space, the outdoor space. He does it out there, too, for the squirrels, actually. I love watching the squirrels. But he does energy work for the squirrels as well, FYI, um, as well as, you know, you're doing energy work for the benefit of the people. He says, oh, he says, I'd need to change my character to be most effective in my energy work. I do need to be most, more peaceful, and that really touches his heart. That really speaks to him. Um, so this is me talking now, not him. I would encourage you guys now and in the days ahead to say out loud to him, since that really does ping on him. I would love it if you could do the best energy work that you already do and to do it in a way that's most effective. And, and I understand you've already told me to be most effective. It helps you be relaxed. So maybe let go of control, let go, let go. Is Let go are two key words he needs to hear too. Let go and be who you really are underneath the control so you can be an effective, most effective energy worker. Those are things you can say to him too. Okay, acknowledges him. Now, I have a question. Yeah. I'm going to be here in a couple weeks. Okay. I would like to know from both of the kids, okay. or all three of them, what I need to do to okay. keep them happy and okay. you know, just what, what do I need to do. Okay. Grigio says you don't need to do very much other than feeding, you know, take the food out and put it in the because honestly he, he takes care of everything. Um, but she's still wanting to know, is there anything she can do to support you, Grigio, in, in you know, your caretaking of the house? 
Um, he says, honestly, sit on the couch because I'm going to visit you. Okay, so, you know, physical interaction is certainly something he's looking for. Um, and he says, that's about it for me. Um, are you not going to let, are you, is he going to be allowed outside when you're here? Because he's showing me a glass door, like, am I still going to be able to get outside when Becky's here? Yes. Okay. He will get to go outside. As often? Or uh, is there some sort of change? I, there'll be, there'll probably be a change because I don't know how often they switch and send, I'm, I'm not going to send them both out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. okay. Not while I'm here. If they're okay. still here. So, you know, and, and we'll make switches and he'll get time out and, and so will okay. Sydney and that's, that's what I need to know how much, I mean, what, what yeah. does he want from me? If, if, okay. if he's... If they were able to peacefully coexist, mm -hmm. he could come in and out as he pleases, and Sid would be in still at night. I want her in, you know, in right. the bedroom right. at night. Okay. If the Sid, when Becky's here, it'd be as similar as how it is now. When if Sid's out, he's in. If he's out, Sid's in. Okay. Um, but if if in the next two weeks there nobody's getting hurt, mm -hmm. that he could. Come and go as he pleased. So he might get more freedom and frequency outside if if I'm comfortable with their behaviors. Do you like hear that, Grigio? He says, I hear that. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so one. funny. He's showing me a chalkboard and putting a little ping mark on the pros of changing and the cons <laughs> of changing. And that just went on the pros. I was like, oh, that's another advantage for me to change. <laughs> okay. So he is considering all this. He's quiet. So back to your question, Becky. So let me ask Buddy. Is it? Um, Buddy just says I'm a slow guy. I'm very easygoing. I'm laid back. I don't require very much. My lay down spot. He says I've got. Uh, he doesn't really have any questions. He calls you an old friend, though, Becky. He refers to you as an old friend, which is very sweet. That's nice. <laughs> um, so nothing in particular outside of that. And Sydney, any? You know, she doesn't really feel like she knows you at this point. She's met you. She knows your scent. Oh, is that her choice? She's being. She, she's she's very. She likes her own time. She, she likes her time, and I've taken care of her, but not here. Oh, I see. Okay, so I've taken care of her a few times, but not here. But she tends okay. to be, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to guess that she's not a real, she uh, likes, she's very independent, yes. and she's bonded with me, mm -hmm. but other people, she doesn't mm -hmm. have a big urge to say, oh, I need to, to be no. friends you. She's she's good, and she wants, wants, I mean, isn't afraid of me, but doesn't come and sit on the couch with me generally. Okay, because doesn't she doesn't sleep. require. So yeah, I don't know. Doesn't that. sleep okay. at, in the bed. I mean, that's that. All those yeah. things, and, and that's as long as she's yeah. comfortable and okay. And all of that. I'm okay. With. So I'll just. So she hears everything you're saying. They all are listening. Mm -hmm. She goes and um, So, so yeah. So how she, can she support you in the way that you're seeking support? She says, just feed me. Okay. Um, if you want to send the verbs of words of praise, she does like it, Becky, when you call her a pretty girl and, and things along those lines. You've got beautiful eyes, things like that. She does appreciate that, and you don't need to reach out and touch me during that time. You tell me, just verbally <laughs> tell me. Um, she also has this. <laughs> she she also has this thing about having um, people who she defines as strangers or acquaintances touching her. It's like. Do. Like, I don't really want just anybody touching me. Um, she's very particular about that, so you might want to just respect her in that area. That way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, she just, 
she's here to lead a kind of life where she's exploring the world, is what she tells me, exploring the indoors, exploring the outdoors. That to her is, is of great interest. She has indeed bonded with you. She tells me that took some time to form too. She doesn't think it formed overnight, whereas it was Grigio when he entered this home, he was like, oh, I'm home. Yeah. He sat his butt yeah, down and he entered and fully entered. She, I call her her entrance a little bit shyer in forming a relationship with you. Yeah, she's very independent, very kind of shy. I have a question because I've been concerned about this with you. Uh -huh. um, as long as I've owned Sydney, whenever she's not happy about something or upset, she lets you know and she growls. Okay. Like when I trim her nails, she growls. She doesn't escalate it. She just doesn't like it. Okay. But recently, since I've been living here, when Sydney's outside mm -hmm. and then it's time for Grigio to go out and mm -hmm. I have to go get Sydney mm -hmm. and pick her up, mm -hmm. she'll want to this is what I'm concerned about. I'll go to pick her up and she'll turn her head and act like she's going to bite me. I see that, yeah. And in, even in my old house, when she'd be upset with me, like trimming her nails, she'd mm -hmm. reach down to bite my finger. She'd put pressure never to where it hurt because mm -hmm. she knows she shouldn't bite, mm -hmm. but she'll do it. What I'm afraid with, with anybody else, mm -hmm. is that she'll escalate quicker and actually turn around and bite because when I go to pick her up, I, you know, I'm not always picking her up the very first time. I'll touch her sides and she's not happy and she okay. grumbles about it and she acts like she's going to bite and then I make sure I'm not coming to her head on but I pick her up. I'm that worried. could be a problem if I have to pick her up if she doesn't want me to touch her. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so she hears all this. Uh, her first response to you regarding why she does that behavior, it is a warning behavior. She says, yeah. I'm letting Lori know that I don't intend to go in. I don't yeah, want to go in. And that's um, so she's uh, in her way, she feels like she's being very kind and very fair by being clear. Yeah, yes, she is. So do you get their concern, especially with Becky or anybody else, that if you go outside and it's time for you to come in now, because it's Grigio's time, she says, I want hours out there. Hours out hours. there. <laughs> she is getting hours? Or she yeah. wants at least two hours minimum before she comes and, in. Yeah, and sometimes, like the other day, she was out there for about four hours, okay. and then I went to bring her in, and it, it doesn't and there are sometimes when it's less time, when it could be an hour, okay. less than, usually not less than an hour. Okay. All right, so, universe, okay, talk about timing. All right, so, okay. Do you sit on the couch and like reach your stand on you and just keep her outside? Um, so the universe's suggestion when I ask where do we need to go here, because uh, there's definitely greater wisdom than I certainly have, uh, is to talk about the timing. You need to, Lori, let her know before you let her outside, you know, set a timer if you need okay. to or whatever. Um, you know, and, and this is before you put her outdoors, because once she's outdoors, her sense of smell and sight takes over and she ignores you. I, I feel like she leaves the scene, leaves you behind in the dust. Okay, so you got to talk to her before you put her out there while she's still listening to you. Uh, and just let her know, um, you know, time frame wise, I set the clock for two hours. In two hours, I am going to come get you. Okay. Now, if there's going to be any breakage of that, you know, I don't know, if something comes up, you have to get her inside, thunder, lightning, or something like that, um, tell her that in advance. If there is an emergency or there's some reason for your safety or I feel, you know, needs to be done, I will come get you earlier. But other than that, I'm going to leave you out there for the two hours. And when I come get you and pick you up, either A, follow me in of your old accord, or B, if, if I do need to pick you up, Please, you know, be like, hey, we were both on the same page, I informed you, and please be kind to me. And I feel like she's going to have greater patience. She likes to know okay. things in advance. She appreciates that versus being plucked. Okay. And Gray would have liked to know. Last time I moved, I had a pet communicator come talk to us so she knew she was moving. Okay. <laughs> this time, 
I talked to her, I don't know if she got it. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then as true, sometimes if she's ready to come in, she'll just she'll follow just me in. in. Yeah, but most of the time she could stay outside all night. And when she does get in, especially if she is more patient with you and doesn't do much grumbling or less than her usual grumbling, put her, you know, when you put her in the room or put her on the floor and say, thank you so much for working with me. I love being your partner. We work well together. Will, will they be okay with, because I'm, I work during the day, okay. with one day letting one of them outside and the next day letting the other stay outside? Okay, sure. So how about that? She'd love that. Okay, as far as Grigio, how would you feel? I gotta get out there every day is what he says. Every day, why? Why? Because he's doing his work. He feels like if he doesn't get out, he can't do it. When asked, would you be willing to do that as a trial period, at least while Becky's caring for you all? He says, well, I like Becky. He says, for her, I'll do most anything. <laughs> so would that scenario be okay then? Sydney gets out for one day, and then the next day you get outside time. Vice versa, I want to be clear here. He says, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Would it work, say, like when you leave for work, that one cat's out and one cat's in, and then when you're here I after get back, work, switch them? Except for the fact that, that Sydney has to come in at night right. and yeah. Grigio does not. So my So on those days are, maybe only Sydney's out for a couple hours in, well, in the evening before it's bedtime. Like okay. if she's in the day then Will they be okay if I talk to them and ask them while I'm here? How how I mean Grigio says I like to know in advance what you're doing because okay. it's my kingdom. Okay. Um, Sydney doesn't quite honestly care as long as she's kept safe. From okay. the bully, okay. and guys in the future don't refer to him. He's using the word bully because that is how he's behaving. But don't, don't he's, peg that name on. He's the kind and gentle yeah. king. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is what we want to emphasize. Okay. So, right. so basically, I'm the yes because the we'll, we'll talk about it. The mm -hmm. days I'm here because I don't work on Monday, so I. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll Whatever work. you decide, just tell them both out loud. You don't have to communicate or okay. to relay okay. that. They hear you. Now, one other quick question. Does does Chico need anything special from you? Okay. So, Chico, Becky has a question. She says, I know. She says, I'm just a soft girl. All right. So, anything you need special from Becky while she's here? You know, honestly, sitting on the floor next to her is something she enjoys and just having you just petting her on the side. She does admit she gets overheated very hot at times. She's bringing up, um, I know one of the cats mentioned this, but she is bringing up, she's got some arthritic sort of feeling, okay, in some of, how old is Chico? Not sure, 11-ish. Oh, okay, okay. Um, especially in the back region of the Hawks area, um, just FYI, do you want them to rub it? Would that help you relief? She says, nah, she says, been like that for a while. I get up fine, I just take my old lady time okay um so yeah becky just patting her on the side sitting on the floor beside her and you know she doesn't require much she feels very safe in her world she's very very happy here she does tell me that she doesn't intervene in the cat politics <laughs> she, she just kind of stays out smart. of it um yeah and she she doesn't even have any advice that she wants to offer grigio here um other than let her be let her be is what he said she says regarding sydney to grigio let her be. Let Sydney be. Okay. All right. She's very easygoing. <laughs> All right. We're at 54 minutes. What else for anybody? I just wanted to put a statement to Sid. Like, I've just been impressed with how she made the move. Like, she's been a good sport. Okay. Um, so I just want to tell her things. I know it's been a big, big change. And 
she did such a good cat. She says, I appreciate those words. She feels like you told her this once before as well. Um, and she nods her head. She says, you're welcome. She shows me an image of flying a white flag, the white flag of truce, is what she says. <laughs> I've been waving this in front of Grigio's face for, well, quite a while now. She says, what I think I can do to, okay, because she doesn't want to step on his toes knowing that that irks him. She says, I'll stay out of his preferred places. She senses when she's out and about, even when he's in his own room, that there are certain locations she really gets that he doesn't want her in, like poking in corners and being basically Miss Nosy. Um, okay, so what she says, I'll refrain from being Miss Nosy. Mostly all I want to do is walk towards the outdoors. That's really where I want to go. Um, she says, I feel most at peace out there. It feels very good for me. It's nourishing for me to be outdoors. That's why I seek so much of it. Uh, she says to, okay, she's actually having a private conversation with him, which she's letting me listen in on. She's saying to Grigio right now, repeat that slower for me. She says, I mean you no harm. I'm not here to disrupt your life. I'm not here to take your person away. I respect your relationship with your person. I don't care about the dog. Um, and I get she says that because Grigio sees himself again as king who, who does keep tabs on the dog even though he, he calls her Miss Independent. She called Miss Independent as well. Alright, anything more to that? She says, I'm just here, she says, to live. I'm here to be. I'm here to watch clouds and lay on grass and hide in pine needly patches outside. But she blends in quite well, even though she's of the coloring she is. She thinks she's pretty amazing yet blending in to the environment, <laughs> where maybe you might overlook her, it's like you call her and she, you just really can't see her easily, blends in like a gecko, okay, and do you have any response to her, I'll consider you, is what he says, what does that really mean? He says that I'll consider being kinder, is there anything else they need to do? Bring that stuff, the spray stuff that I omitted. Okay, he wasn't letting it in or in to help him. Um, the spray stuff, were you guys using Feel Away then? Or some sort of spray that helps to create a calming? A diffuser, Feel Away diffusers. Okay, is that what you're talking about? One outside my door, please. As a reminder, when I walk in and out my, and he's referring to his own bedroom, um, bedroom door, that I sniff that, and it reminds me, oh yeah, they want me to be a peaceful king. He shows me an image now as if you could take the diffuser, and I don't know if you can really do this with a, a sharpie or something, and write the peaceful king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, the peaceful king's domain, okay, is what he says, but again, it's he walks by it as a reminder to himself. All right. He doesn't have any other ideas um, or requests. Quick question yeah. for him. Would he be happier as a single cat? Or okay. Sure, we can certainly ask. Is he upset with other cats around? Okay. Grigio, would you be happier as an only cat? I'm not leaving here. Yeah. He shows me himself <laughs> gripping the ground like you're not making me leave. No, no. Um, he really, um, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, peace is important to you, Grigio? Hugely. So you know what? You know, it's it's been like you've been part of the problem, but the awesome thing is you're also part of, if not the entire solution as well. He says, I like that. I'm the solution king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you are. Yeah. 
This is about him and his beef, just to be clear. It's, it's the other animals. You guys are being uber respectful of where he's at. It's about him kind of shifting. Um, the universe just says here when I ask, what else can we do? Um, ask the universe to help to broaden his heart, open his heart to greater love. Because when we can love not just ourselves more, but also other beings, in this case him having you know at least acceptance, if not huge amounts of love for her, that it'll be easier for him to cope than being told with her presence. So ask for divine support, you know, whoever, whatever you believe in, ask for that assistance too. Because um, he's very tied in, Grigio is very tied into the spiritual plane, and he says, I know all about that peace stuff, he says, but I've come here, he says, to do my work, and I don't want anything or anybody stepping in the way of it. Okay. So I'm going to remind him, you can do that, and have peace too. And what a gift that would be, not just for yourself, but for your people, for Chico and the other cats, both other cats. He nods his head. He's listening. Okay. All right. We are at time. Did you have a last-minute question for anybody else? Okay. I'm going to just do a quick scan of everybody. Grigio's good. He said his piece. Thank you. And Sydney, anything else? She does say to you, I love my mom. <laughs> she says she gives me pretty things. Is, does she wear a collar with something that's she calls it pretty? I don't know if it's a pretty tag. What oh, is that? She, she calls just pretty. got a new tag of she purple. Calls it pretty. <laughs> oh, good! Yay! <laughs> yeah. So it made me pretty. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So and she goes anything from you? She says I'm good. All right. And buddy, anything? I love my family. Oh, I'm soft and full of love. He is optimistic things will shift, but it may not happen very quickly. He feels that Grigio is, um, uh, he, he just takes his time in changing. Um, but he does say the moment the cat does change his mind on something, you will see a huge turnaround and it will be better. Um, and he's asking too when that happens that you remind Sydney that, okay, Grigio's giving you greater distance and space between your body to, to roam around the house. You know, when that, he feels this is eventually going to happen, it may be time frame wise, he wonders if it's going to be two weeks, two and a half weeks from now. But if and when that does happen, he says to remind Sydney to, even though he's giving you, the king is giving you space here, please be extra um, cautious not to trigger or set anything off as you get to know him and his boundaries. Does Sydney know that? Um, Sydney, does what? Does Sydney realize that when Grigio decides she can have her space, that she needs to be respectful yeah. of yeah. Yeah. those okay. triggers? Yeah, let me tell her directly. This is something you're going to need to remind her about, though, according okay. to Buddy. Okay. Because she's going to forget, and she's going to be like, oh, he's letting me in, and being okay. accepted all as well, and I can go everywhere. Exactly. Okay. So she'll need reminders, just like an excited kid who's gotten freedom now would need. So I just want to remind you in advance. Personal remind you, Sydney, just be really respectful his boundaries, his triggers when he does give you more space, when he does shift. She says, I hear that. I'll be wise. Okay. Very good. All right, so I'm going to thank them all. <laughs> and we are set. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.